Hello and welcome to Inside Creativity, a podcast to guide you through the beautiful yet challenging process of making the creative projects you dream of. We'll go behind the scenes to explore building creative lives that are good on the inside and creating in a way that is effective, sustainable and joyful. I'm your host, Elin Love, a creative coach and writer. I live in Sweden, drink lots of tea and I am so glad to dive deep into creativity with you. Hello there, dear creative. I am here in my armchair and it is a quarter to four in the afternoon when I am recording this and it is getting dark outside. The sun has just set and I want to talk about the seasons. I want to talk about how the seasons affect our creativity and how we can follow a seasonal cycle in both our planning, our creative lives and our lives as a whole as well. This is something that I have been thinking about, writing about, uh, following for myself for a couple of years now and it's one of the most joyful parts of my, yeah, how I structure my creative life. So I really want to get into it today. But before we start, I have a little reminder for you or a little notice if you haven't heard it before. So I have a group coaching community called Companions in Creativity. This is how I work with creatives as a group. And I absolutely adore running this community. And I'm closing the doors for new members on November 28th. So if you want to join us, if you want to be part of a group of creatives, if you want to get support in a group format, if you also want to follow the seasons together with the group, then make sure you join before the 28th uh, when the doors close. And then they won't open again until sometime in spring. So yes, we do follow a seasonal cycle in Companions and Creativity. And I follow a seasonal cycle myself in my creativity. Um, and so why is this? Why do I do this? Well, in all ages, in the past, throughout history, we humans have been affected by the seasons and we have followed a seasonal cycle in our work, in our lives. Uh, but nowadays when we have heated homes and our work is mostly desk, desk jobs or jobs that aren't really affected that much by the seasons, we have detached from the seasons a bit, um, especially in our working lives, I think, and the things that relate to our working lives, like creativity that is shaped quite similarly to our working lives. And I think that there's a belief in our society that we shouldn't be affected by things like nature and um, things like the seasons. But we do, we do, we are affected by the seasons. And there is a lot of interesting research on this. There's a lot of science behind it uh, that yes, we are in fact, uh, we are affected by the seasons, whether we like it or not. And I believe that the best we can do is to learn how the seasons affect us and embrace that and plan and live in harmony with the seasons rather than trying to just be some kind of robots who, who are detached from nature and detached from the seasons. So personally, I absolutely love uh, planning and creating in tune with the seasons. This seasonal cycle that I have developed of uh, seasonal planning and uh, focus areas and 
every single season it's something that brings me a lot of joy and uh, I yeah I just love following it personally but it's not just joy that is the benefit of um, the seasonal cycles so why why do we do this why why is it good well there are a lot of benefits I think and the primary one is that we follow our natural energy so our energy shifts and changes throughout the year our uh, inspiration changes throughout the year and our inspiration um, changes throughout the year our creativity changes throughout the year and this is this was the first idea uh, when I started looking into the seasons that I could see that I was affected by the seasons and so why wouldn't my creativity be affected by the seasons and why not embrace that so this is how it started and I uh, made service with creatives at the end of each season to ask people how um, their yeah the last season had been in their creativity to start seeing the trends when people felt more energized when people felt more focused when people felt more inspired what they had been creating things like that and I started seeing the patterns and uh, organized them into okay so what are the seasons how do these seasons affect us in our creativity and following this rhythm in your your creative life and and embracing the patterns that uh, that are within you and and how you um, are affected by the seasons it really embraces how you naturally work so rather than going against um, maybe there is a period of the year when you tend to be more tired and rather than going against that actually embracing that uh, quality of energy that you have that is maybe more reflective for example which is very common in winter um, rather than trying to erase the var- variety throughout the year and, and the changes we have throughout the year in our energy, energy levels, our inspiration, our creativity, we embrace that and that not only feels good but it's more effective as well in that we we can do the things that make sense to do in each season rather than just doing what we think we should do, for example. And this this rhythm of uh, thinking in terms of seasons and also planning in terms of season, it's um, it brings a level of focus to our creative lives that is still flexible and big enough that it doesn't get restrictive and it doesn't get too detail planned. Um, it gives us a level of focus that connects back to things like yearly goals, yearly intentions, our longer journey in our creativity maybe big goals we might be working towards that take years to to move towards and get to and um, breaking it down into seasons really help us both work towards those more long-term things and embrace the here and now as well so um, it builds in um a balanced way of planning it builds in a way of planning that is in harmony with ourselves and in harmony with nature and it also makes space for uh, reflection which is a big part of it too um, the seasonal cycle that I work with okay so enough talk about the benefits and everything I want to get into what the seasonal cycle actually looks like so we are here now uh, when this episode goes out in November 
And here, where I live in Sweden, November really is the end of autumn. It really is that um, a, a very dark part of autumn when the leaves have fallen and it's not winter yet. Um, but we are very much approaching winter. It's getting dark. It's uh, often very cloudy. It ha- quite misty, um, and everything just slows down a little bit. And we are now moving towards winter. And winter is the season that is the end of the seasonal cycle, but it's also the season that bridges one year with the next so one seasonal year with the next uh, so it has a little bit of a double function in that <clears throat> it's the end of our cycle but it's also a bridge so uh, in the seasonal planning that i do and uh, that I, we do in my um, group coaching community companions and creativity is that we start uh, with end of the year reflections in December or whenever you want to do them and um, we look at the whole year with yearly intentions, planning, word for the year, goals, those kind of things, uh, whatever level you you feel you want um, in your creative life. We do that for the coming year as well and I think this marrying reflection and planning is a really core part of it um, and this is something that I think, I think reflection should always be a part of planning. So we do this in winter. Winter is this season of reflection. It is a season when we are hibernating. It's a season when we uh, slow down. We have less energy. We are affected by the lack of daylight. Uh, but we have this sort of introspective, uh, cozy, slower, reflective energy. And we can really, really use this to prepare for the seasons ahead and this is how we have lived in the past like in the in the many years uh, throughout history when we didn't have electricity it was uh, cold depending on where you lived of course it was dark Uh, you didn't have that many hours of daylight Uh, you couldn't here in sweden at least um you you didn't harvest anything you couldn't grow anything everything was sort of hibernating and you were living off of the food that you had um, and maybe preparing mentally or otherwise for the season ahead. Maybe you were mending things, maybe you were preparing tools for spring, for example. Um, And this is really the energy that I think we can embrace in our creativity as well, that we can reflect about how our years have been, we can look into what's been going well, what hasn't, we can look into how we've been feeling in our past year and explore where our inspiration has taken us, taken us and where it's pointing to next. Uh, we can do uh, this sort of more um, everyday plodding along in creativity, the cozy. I'm like coming back and doing the work, but it's not that um, super big strides, super high energy, big projects started, those kind of things. But it's more a calm pace forward uh, with the projects that you have been working on and in this time we we prepare for for when when the seasonal cycle starts in spring and we prepare for what we want to do then and uh, what we want from this year ahead of us and then here in sweden when we think that the winter will never end then like a miracle comes spring 
and spring really is the start of the seasonal cycle. This is why I think we sometimes get a little bit confused by the New Year's because the New Year's is like in the middle of winter and we have that January energy. Uh, but the January energy doesn't really last that long. Um, and sometimes I think uh, we expect or feel like it's expected of us to start a year really strong. And if we haven't like um, had all the energy in January and February, uh, then uh, what's the point? <laughs> then we can forget about our goals and the new year intentions. And that is really a shame because I see that while winter is really good for reflecting around those things and preparing for the, the work that we want to do during the year, it's not really a good season to start up things. The startup season is spring. So spring is where everything starts sprouting again. This is where we get new energy. It's a great season for starting up projects. We often have new ideas. We often have new energy, new inspiration. Um, things that we have been pondering, thinking about during winter might uh, look like we are moving in new directions or starting up new projects. Um, often things have this, when we look back, often things begun in some shape or form in spring um, or we started taking steps in spring. Spring is a really, really fun season in that regard. Uh, it's the most productive season. When asked, uh, when, when I asked creatives what, uh, if they felt productive and if it felt it had been a productive season, then spring is up there. Um, it's the most pr productive season. And um, yeah, the, the backside to spring can be that it's a little bit too high of energy and we um, push ourselves a little bit too hard. Then comes the summer and the summer is a little bit of a um, special season because it tends to... Ver ver it tends to be quite different depending on where you live uh, and your life circumstances. So summer has this uh, memory of uh, summers when we were kids, they were in school and uh, the word is more free and flexible energy to summer. And this is what we tend to to also want from summer. We tend to want more flexibility and freedom. We tend to uh, loosen our routines and habits and want that more spaciousness. Many take break, breaks from things, um, many take um, pauses for thing, from things like podcasting or newsletters or um, yeah, whatever it might be uh, that has a, a regular um, posting schedule that tends to take breaks during summer and uh, we tend to be open to uh, thinking differently about things, stepping back a little bit. So it's similar in to winter in that it has a level of introspection and reflection, uh, but is much more sort of outward energy um, and more. Um, it's it's not as slow as winter. It is more active, but it's uh, it can st still look like taking a step back from from creativity, which tends to give us a lot of insights as well. So uh, if we look at the year, there really is a um, 
one season with more focus followed by, by another season that is a little bit more reflective, uh, that takes a little bit of a step back in some shape or form. So summer can also be a uh, season when you don't have that much time for your creativity uh, or energy, depending on if you have kids home, then that tends to <laughs> look like not a lot of creativity for many creatives. Uh, if you live in a place where it's very hot, uh, it might look like uh, you not having the energy to create, not having the, the brain um, energy to create uh, because, because of the heat. So it depends quite a bit. But it is the season when we uh, let go of our uh, habits and routines a little bit uh, and step back. And then comes autumn. And that's when we we crave the routine again. That That's the season where, that we associate with uh, starting school. So it's uh, in a way a start of the year. But this is the season when we tend to go deeper into our creative projects. Um, so... Often in spring, we, we bounce around with new ideas, projects, different thoughts. Um, and it can be a little bit of a bubbly, bouncing around kind of energy in spring. In autumn, it is more focused, it's more refined, it's more in-depth, it's more going deeper and following those things that were started up in uh, spring. So it's a season when things tend to come together more and... Many creatives say it's their favorite season to create. And yeah, I would say that that's probably true for me as well. This For me, the autumns tend to be a season that is really productive. And um, next to spring, it is the most productive season in general as well. Uh, it's a season when I tend to uh, know a lot uh, what I want to do and... And a lot of autumn tends to be about uh, doing that and going in depth. And um, yeah, my my ideas and work really coming to fruit. So after that um, quite uh, focused season, then we come to winter. And we come to the season of hibernation that we are soon entering now. When uh, we have done the work, we have followed the whole cycle um, and the last last part of the cycle is rest, reflection, slowing down, um, going back to the essentials or or the sort of more everyday plodding along kind of creativity um, and scaling down a little bit uh, and reflecting and thinking about, okay, so what was this year that I just left behind or is leaving behind and uh, what do I want for my next year? So this is the cycle that... I follow uh, and that we follow in Companions in Creativity as well. Um, And we do this through a planning guide uh, that I have uh, that is called Four Seasons of Creative Work. And we do this in the community with uh, seasonal planning group coaching at the start of each season. So we have four of those. Uh, The winter one is also a um, end of the year reflection in combination with winter planning. Um, so we're going to have that in December. Very much looking forward to that. The end of the year reflections are always, always so powerful and always so interesting to do with creatives as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, in January, we have our yearly intentions group coaching as well uh, to talk about that and talk about seasonal uh, plans, ideas um, to 
start thinking about the structure for the year, but then we do seasonal planning more in depth at the start of each each season. So this embracing of the seasons looks like thinking about what energy you have in the season, what you're inspired for in each season, and um, how you best work in each season, and thinking about that when you're planning your creative work for it. So if you know that, okay, in autumn I tend to be really focused, then you can say that, okay, this particular project that I want to work on, that's really good for autumn, I will do that then. Um, And maybe you're in summer and uh, um, you're not there yet with a focus uh, so you you embrace more flexible um, creativity and more um, embracing different things and maybe joy in your um, creativity as well or if it's winter you embrace a little bit of a slower pace than maybe you've been in autumn and and you make uh, reflections a really big priority as well and of course it's not just creativity it is the topic of this podcast, but along with our creativity, there is a lot that we can embrace in our lives that are about the seasons as well. We do this to t- some degree, of course, in our lives, in that in summer we go swimming, perhaps, and in winter we get really cozy and drink hot, hot chocolate. But really leaning into this and leaning into seasonal activities, for me, is a great source of joy and a great source of Um, making my everyday just a little bit more magical and um, really yeah doing the things that embrace the kind of um, atmosphere of each season and I absolutely love this and this is something that we tend to do in the community as well we send pictures of our what our seasons are doing um, because we are quite spread out so we will be up here in the north, we'll be a little bit further along in uh, now in autumn, for example. But in spring, then uh, the people further south will be further ahead with spring, uh, getting flowers earlier than we do, things like that. Um, and talk about how, how we're feeling and thinking about each season as well. So, yeah. If you have been with me a while, you know that this is something that I adore and love and have been following for a long time. And if you have been thinking about uh, maybe planning seasonally or uh, doing some kind of uh, seasonal reflection, I will. I just encourage you to try it. And now when we are soon starting a new year, it can be a really good time to get started with it. So, yeah. That is what I wanted to get into today. And if you want to be part of a uh, group of creatives who do the seasonal planning together and follow the seasonal seasonal cycle together, you're much welcome to join us in Companions in Creativity. Like I said, doors are open until 28th of November. So that is all for today, creative. I hope that your November is beautiful, whether it's whether you are maybe on the other side of the world and November is actually a spring month or if you are in the midst of uh, the most sparkling part of of autumn with really colorful leaves or if you, like me, are in a place where it's getting really, really dark and quite cozy and we're starting to get into that cozy winter energy soon. So, hope you have a lovely November day or another 
Kate if you are <laughs> listening in the future. Um, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to help more creatives find it, make sure you leave a rating and a review or send it over to a friend. If you want to dive deeper into my work of coaching, guiding and supporting creatives, head over to my website, elinlove.com. That is E-L-I-N-L-O-O-W.com. And until next time, remember, there is space for you and your creativity. Close to curtains, brew some herbal tea.